Hi there, are you fed up with your wine belly? Embarrassed about your booze boobs? Sick of waking up with a hangover? And tired of never reaching your potential? Welcome to Sober Sassy Life, the podcast for women who are looking for more out of life than the evening rendezvous with the Chardonnay. Let's banish the wine witch for good. Here's your host, Jackie Elliott. everybody and welcome to today's podcast. It's Monday so I hope you had a great weekend and today I want to talk about setting boundaries. This is a topic or subject that came up a couple of times over the weekend. Firstly on some sober blogs that I was reading. Some bloggers were finding it a little stressful uh, setting good boundaries for themselves and, and sticking to them and also the lovely Brene Brown I recorded a video and it popped up in my Facebook timeline and in that video she talked about the necessity of setting healthy boundaries in order for us to feel proper compassion and empathy for other people and lots of what she said in that video really hit home to me so if you'd like to have a watch you can just pop over to my Facebook page the Sober Sassy Live Facebook page and have a watch of the video there. But what do I mean about setting boundaries? Well, I mean setting um, a healthy limit around you about how much time and how much energy and how much of yourself you give to other people before you become overwhelmed, before you you become stressed and in my case and lots of other people's cases before we uh, stretch out to the wine bottle and pour ourselves a glass of wine. Now setting boundaries for me has always been a big issue. I mean right back when I was a teenager or even younger than that my parents used to comment that I was a people pleaser and it was really bound up in my own self-esteem and self-worth that in order for people to like me, in order for people to want to be around me, it was necessary for me always to say yes to them. And this uh, habit, if you like, or this self-belief carried into my adulthood and I think really affected lots of my adult relationships and contributed, I believe, to my eventual drinking problem. And certainly, since I have quit drinking, one of the hardest things that I have had to learn and to put into practice to protect my sobriety and my well-being has been the ability to set and keep really, really good boundaries around my time. So what happens when we don't set good boundaries? What happens? uh, Well, what is the price for always saying yes? Um, For me, I got completely overwhelmed and that I think really affected my health in lots of ways. Uh, I had less time and I had less energy to spend with my family and friends and things that I wanted to do. And I became really irritable. And at times I became exhausted And I really began to feel unappreciated. And worse than that, I began to resent the people uh, who I was helping or, or who were treading over my boundaries. And as I got more and more resentful, I always almost got paranoid. 
you know, believing that people were doing this on purpose to, you know, to annoy me. And uh, when I was drinking, of course, I blew this way, way out of uh, proportion. And it and it caused drama. It really did bring a lot of drama into my life, which I helped to create, which, which needn't have been there if I had just managed to say that magic word, no, a little bit more often. So I'll give you a good example. Any of you who are reading my Wine Bitch blog uh, over the last summer will have uh, read a few posts about the fact that we had lots and lots of people to stay with us. Now, we live on Vancouver Island. It is a holiday destination. We don't have a lot of room, but we do have lots of friends who live around Canada and love to come to the island during fishing season. And what happened was we had almost like a revolving door of visitors from round about April or May through to September. So at the end of the summer, I was literally exhausted. Uh, financially, last year, we didn't you know, we weren't rolling in cash. So it was extremely expensive. Uh, my energy was just depleted. And I really hated all of the people who had come to to visit. And I was extremely stressed. And it was only by an enorm enormous force of willpower that I managed uh, not to drink through the summer because there were certainly times where I was driven to it. At the end of the summer, I didn't want to see any of these people ever again. As far as I was concerned, they were rude, they were unappreciative, they had trampled all over our summer, they didn't care whether we had a good summer or not, you know, they um, just used all our water because we're really lower water and well water they just did what they want and then they just buggered off with you know barely a, a thank you so i was feeling pretty annoyed and pretty sorry for myself as well and i really had to think about this and i did decide that in future i couldn't have that situation again um, we do work from home but that doesn't mean we're on holiday and people didn't really appreciate that fact that actually we had stuff to do apart from, you know, entertain them. Um, we don't have a lot of cash. So it's hard for us to really entertain people uh, for over a long period of time because it, you want to have people to have a good time. You want them to eat well. You want them to go out and enjoy it. And really, because they were all, I didn't enjoy anybody's company. I didn't spend time, you know, catching up with my friends. I didn't ask them about their lives or anything that they were doing because I was too busy being stressed because they were in my space. So this year, as we started to get phone calls about people staying with us, I've, I've put some boundaries in place. I've said it'd be nice to see you, but just for a couple of days. If you'd like to come for two or three days, that would be great. We'd love to see you. We'll spend some time then. Some people I've just said, no, it doesn't work this year if they've wanted to come and stay for two or three weeks. I've uh, sent suggestions out to people about, that'd be great to see you. If you want to bring your camper down, there's a really great little campsite just, just down the road and we can get together a couple of nights while you're here. 
I'm not being rude to people, but I have just started to effectively put boundaries into place. And you know what happened? Most people were totally okay with that. Oh, sure. No problem. That sounds like a good idea. And gradually my fears of saying no to people have diminished and I feel so much lighter and less stressed. Another little example, uh, what I've been doing is uh, my sister-in-law wanted to come over this Saturday morning and wanted to bring over her, her granddaughter. And I was really busy. Now, usually I just say, oh, sure, come over, have coffee and put down everything I'm doing. But this morning I said, no, you know what? It doesn't work for me today. Maybe we can do it another day. You know what? I'll give you a call and maybe we can go to the park. That way I said no. I established my boundary. I kept to it. And I also established some time when I can actually spend some quality time with them, enjoy their company and not feel resentful of them when they leave, which is my usual pattern of behavior. All I can tell you is this. Pulling boundaries into place has been hard work. Uh, it's something that I have to work on the whole time because my uh, default answer when people ask me to do stuff is, is yes, but I know that leads to drama and leads to stress. And I know that lots of stress and overwhelm in my life is something that, you know, over time, if it builds up too much, may threaten my sobriety, which is the most important thing to me. And not only that, it's also made me appreciate people a little bit more. Now I can look forward to seeing them and not be stressed out that I'm seeing them. So that's the lesson that I've learned. If you're having problems with this, then my suggestion is you start off saying no to small things and practice. And remember that no is a complete sentence. It doesn't have to be followed by profuse apologies or lots of excuses. No, that doesn't work for me, but perhaps we could do this or pulling off for something for, for another time seems to work pretty well for me. So there you are. That's my uh, experience with boundaries. Um, I hope that uh, it's something that you that's helpful to you that you can put into your own implementation. You can implement with your own sober strategies and I will talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, folks. Bye for now. Thank you.